0: Thank you, Dr. Brown. Uh, Please to Psalm 46. Please, Psalm 46, a psalm that we often sing, a psalm that we often read, and a psalm out of which we often quote several of the verses. Psalm 46, and we'll read all 11 verses of this psalm tonight. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore will not we fear, though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea? Though the waters thereof roar and be troubled Though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof Selah There is a river The streams whereof shall make glad The city of God The holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High God is in the midst of her She shall not be moved God shall help her And that right early. The heathen raged, the kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice, the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come, behold the works of the Lord, what desolations he hath made in the earth. He maketh wars to cease unto the end of the earth. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear in sunder. He burneth the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us, the God of Jacob is our refuge. Let's just have a word of prayer. Father, we thank thee tonight for the word of God. We thank thee, Father, that thou hast taught us that thy word is truth. We bless thee, Father, that thou hast recorded in thy words that he that hath an ear to hear let him hear. And so, Father, we pray that each one of us will have a listening ear, an understanding heart, an obedient will. We pray, Father, that you would meet with us tonight in this place, that you would tabernacle with us in this house this night, and that, Father, each of us will know the blessing and the touch of God upon our hearts and souls and minds that we will leave this place being able to say from the depths of our hearts that it was good for us to have been here. For it was here that we met with the Lord. Bless our thoughts. This evening we pray of thee. Speak to each of our hearts and do as good for Christ's sake. Amen. Our text for tonight is the verse 10 of Psalm 46 where it says, There be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. This 10th verse of Psalm 46 can be looked upon as an oasis in this desert pilgrimage of this hazy, crazy, wicked, and sinful world in which we live. And in our text, we, the children of God, are here exhorted, yea, even commanded to be still. There are many things in this life crying for our undivided attention and our time. We have our families and our loved ones. They want and need our time and attention. We have friends who love to spend time with us and us with them. We have our jobs our studies, our interests and they all want and need their share of our time and attention. And so in every second of every minute of every hour of every day there are new demands placed upon our time. Calls from every quarter cry out for our attention day and daily but yet Amid all this God calls on his people. God calls on you and God calls on me to be still. To be still means to cause, to fall or to let go. The words be still in Psalm 46 in the verse 10. This is the only time in all of scripture that these words carry this meaning to cause to fall or to let go. So in the midst of your busy life and in the midst of answering all the demands upon your time and attention the call of God comes to you and to me to be still It's a definite act to cause to fall, to cause to let go of those things that would hinder us from spending time with God and being still. To be still is to let go of things that, quite honestly, are a waste of time. To be still is to let go of things that hold us back from being where God Would have us to be. To be still is to let go of things that would hinder our prayer life. To be still is to let go of things that would hold us back from the reading and the study of God's Word. And to be still is to let go of everything that would be a barrier to us to be still. This is no mere accidental letting go or falling but it's a purpose of heart to lay aside Hebrews 12 in the verse 1 you know the verse well wherefore seeing we are also compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. So God is therefore calling us to be still. And this is as clear cut as can be. It is a clarion call to you and to me tonight. And just a little note, but I think it's an important little note, if we look at the title of Psalm 46. We'll read there that it says, To the chief musician for the sons of Korah, a song upon Alamoth. Alamoth is a musical notation. It is soprano or Trouble. And so this Psalm forty six was to be sung upon Alamoth, the highest sounding the main notes in the music or the song, not lower or bass notes that may not be distinguished or maybe not even heard. No. This is a psalm that is to be heard loud and clear. And our text tonight forms part of this crystal clear message. Be still and know that I am God. The psalmist David who wrote this psalm had first hand experience of knowing what it meant to be still and know that I am God. The opening words of this psalm are not only scriptural truths, but they are an eloquent testimony of David. Throughout David's life, with all of its trials, and with all of its troubles, and with all of its tribulations, with all of its sin, and with all of its shame. In his life, with all the demands on his time and his attention as King of Israel, David's testimony is that of verse 1. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. God, our ref- refuge. God our strength and God our help. David could confidently say, I have found in him to be so, and he ever will be the same. Listen to the prayer of David in verse three of Psalm seventy one, where he says where he says this. Be thou my strong habitation whereunto I may continually resort. Thou hast given commandment to save, for thou art my rock and my fortress. In Proverbs 18 and the verse 10, we read these words, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. So the blessing of being still and knowing God is the blessing of knowing God is our refuge. It is also the blessing of knowing God is our strength. The word "sila" appears 71 times in Psalms meaning To pause, to pause and think. So when we reach the first of three silas or three pauses in Psalm 46, we will realize our need for strength. If we break into verse 2, we read these words. Though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea though the waters thereof roar and be troubled though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof Selah all of this happens and even though all of this happens verse 2 starts with these words therefore will not we fear though everything seems hopeless and helpless though everything at times seems out of control though sin seems to have the upper hand and appears to rule and to reign in this wicked and evil world we must not we will not fear Why? Because God is our strength. Fear causes us to become weak. Have you ever found yourself in this position? Psalm 73 and the verse 26. Where the psalmist David said, My flesh is and my heart faileth. I'm at my tether's end. I just really can't take any more. My flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. The same source of this strength is found in the midst of a catalogue of troubles and disasters listed for us in Habakkuk chapter 3 and the verse 17. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines. The labour of the olive shall fail, and the fields shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, And there shall be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength. And he will make my feet like hinds' feet. And he will make me to walk upon mine high places. It's interesting to note as I was reading this today, it's interesting to note. That, that chapter ends and it says there in habakkuk chapter 3 in the verse 17 that this was to the chief singer on my stringed instruments so yet we find another scriptural song for our encouragement In this day and age in which we, lived are, uh, which we live, are we oppressed by troubles and trials and tribulations and difficulties and problems that come our way? Well, God is our strength. Philippians chapter 1 and the verse 29. I remember a pastor from Romania coming over Uh, to preach in the martyrs. And he preached on this verse, Philippians chapter 1 and the verse 29. You can just try and remember and imagine the difficulties and the problems that the Romanians had way back there in 1988 and 89. And he preached on this verse of Scripture, For unto you it is given in the behalf of Christ not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for his sake. Is the enemy of our souls fighting against us? Well, God is our strength. Strength to bear us up under our burdens and strength to carry us through. Yes, be still and know that I am God. Know that God is our refuge. Know that God is our strength. Know also that God is our help. Verse 1 God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. A present help, as the word is, a help found. Matthew Henry said this, He is a help to all that for us which we need, one whom we have found to be so, a help on which we may write probatum est, it is tried, as Christ is called a tried stone. Isaiah 28 In verse 16, Therefore thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion a foundation, a stone tried, a, a, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. He that believeth shall not make haste. Matthew Henry went on to say, He is also a help at hand one that never is to seek for, but that is always near, or a help sufficient, a help accommodated to every case and every need, whatever it is, he is a very present help. We cannot desire a better help, nor shall ever find the like in any creature. He is a very present help. And so, what help is this? Verse 4 and 5 help us to understand what help this is. There is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her, she shall not be moved. God shall help her and that right early an early helper should guide our thoughts to Isaiah chapter 65 and the verse 24 and it says there and it shall come to pass that before they call I will answer and while they are yet speaking I will hear. C.H. Spurgeon said this, A help that is not present when we need it is of small value. The anchor which is left at home is of no use to the seaman in the hour of the storm. The money which he used to have is no worth to the debtor when a writ is out against him. Very few earthly helps could be called very present. They are usually far in the seeking, far in the using, and further still when once used. But as for the Lord our God, he is present when we seek him, present when we need him, present When we have already enjoyed his aid, he is more than present. He is very present. He is always present, effectually present, sympathetically present, altogether present. He is present now, if this is a gloomy season. Let us rest ourselves upon him. He is our refuge. Let us hide in him. He is our strength. Let us array ourselves with him. He is our help. Let us lean upon him. He is our very present help. Let us repose in him now. We need not have a moment's care or an instant's fear. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. So God is our refuge. God is our strength. And God is our help. Be still, the psalmist says, and know, and know that I am God. Daniel chapter 11 and the verse 32 tells us this. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. We are exhorted and as I have already said we are even commanded to be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The sovereign God of heaven knows the end from the beginning And it is he which declares, I will be exalted. Psalm 57 and the verse 11, the psalmist says this, Be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let thy glory be above all the earth. And as if, just to emphasize the point, The psalmist records it again for us in Psalm 108 and the verse 5, the same words. So in closing, do we know, do you and I know what it is to be still and to know that he is God? Can we say, can I say with the psalmist, In Psalm 118, in the verse 28, Thou art my God, and I will praise thee. Thou art my God, and I will exalt thee. The prophet Isaiah said in Isaiah chapter 25, in the verse 1, O Lord, thou art my God, I will exalt thee. I will praise thy name for thou hast done wonderful things. Thy counsels of old are faithfulness and truth. Oh, that we would be taught and oh, that we would learn the lesson tonight to be still and to know that he is God. May it be so for each one of us this night, for Christ's sake, and for God's eternal glory. Thank you very much. Thank you, Dr. Brown.